people. Hello, my friends, and welcome to No Normal People. I'm your host, Stephen Henning. And I'm your dentophobic host, Dixie Lee Henning. And this, I want to get back there, but, and this is a podcast where we prove that the more you get to know the normal people in your life, you discover that there really are no normal people in your life. I've noticed I've gotten out of the habit of saying that. Yeah. I'm trying to bring that oh, back. Rude. The redux, we if do. you will. Dentophobic, huh? Yeah. Let's talk about it. Ten guesses what that means. Uh, you don't like the dentist. Mm, it's specifically metal touching your teeth. Oh, it's the metal teeth thing. But yeah, yes, you'd probably call this your biggest pet peeve. Um, not pet peeve, literal phobia. Oh, okay. Want to know how I know that? How I got my teeth cleaned today, <laughs> and they're healthy. No cavities. No cavities. Good job. No more cavities, I should say. Excuse me. Um, I had cavities. Oh, from before. I had them. We fixed those. Yeah. There's a lot of crying that happened today. Yeah. It was great no because they put, time, oh, thank God, no. Right? They put the funny gas on and I told the- You got to ask for that special. I, I know. I told it. the dental hygienist, hygienist. Hygienist. The lady. The Hygienious. lady that was cleaning my teeth. I was like, um, I'm going to probably cry. Yeah. It's not personal. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> and then I started crying. Oh. And then she started scraping my teeth with the metal thing. Oh. And then the dentist came in <laughs> and was like, you cool? Started poking things. Yeah. So. You cool? You cool, bro? <laughs> yeah. And no, you're like. No, I'm not cool. And you're like half high on oxygen. Like, yeah, it was I think a, so, but I'm still great. crying. Anyway, long story short, I'm going to just get dentures. No. I think I'm going to pull out no. all my teeth. And I'm going to get dangerous. Let's not Then I don't have to worry about it. Okay. Mm. Problem solved. Let's keep those teeth, shall we? Isn't it weird? Aren't teeth weird? Yeah, they are. Let's just as a concept. I hate Do you want to talk about them? Mm. Like they're like exposed bones. (laughs) (laughs) What? How else do you plan to ingest your food, Steven? I don't know. Saliva does some good. This is gross. I don't want to talk about this. Um. How do we pull out of this one? Anyway, oh. I don't like metal touching nope. teeth or actually metal scraping on metal mm. or just like metal scraping on hard surfaces. I said recently in, well, like on a social, ins- uh, social media thing that if you have scraped your fork across your teeth yeah, while eating, I one. have thought about killing you. That's the one. I have. I just need you to know that. Yeah, I've seen that look in your eye before. Yeah. It's not my favorite. I've, I almost threatened the dentist today. <laughs> I was real close. Yeah. But he also had a sharp object in Some my mouth. And real big reaction. Not really a good idea. You have a big personality. I do. Right? You kind of, you bring that. And it's, See, it, the thing, it comes out when you get threatened or yeah, when the you thing that laughing that bugs guess. me the most is that I don't necessarily show my feelings very often Mm. so the fact that i'm in such a vulnerable position at the dentist yeah and they're doing the thing i hate the most in all of my life right um it's not it's not my favorite thing right like i 
there, I still have, I'm done with it. I don't have to go to the dentist for another three weeks and I'm already having anxiety. Yeah. Well, their whole job is literally like one of the few jobs that is performed mostly inside the body of another person. Isn't Ew. that weird? I don't like that. Isn't that weird? I mean like surgeons, but Ew. even Gross. then. <laughs> That's nasty. That's icky. What if you're like an epidemiologist? Is that what it's called? Like doctor of oh no, it would be dermatologist. Dermatologist. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> well, it's called an epidermis. Okay, that's so fair. I was, no, I get it. I was thinking yep. you you get it. You get it, right? <laughs> a studier of epidemics. Yeah, that's a different thing. <laughs> that's a different thing. Very important in this day and then age, too. It typically too. happens outside the body. <laughs> Absolutely. Well. Well, except for this one. Anyway, moving on. What are we even doing here? <laughs> what is happening? Thank you so much for listening to No Normal People this week. <laughs> Our coffee is coming soon. Probably. And uh, we have such a fantastic interview. True story. For today. And I'm on it. You're on it. Uh, for, Welcome yep. back to the show, my it. semi-permanent guest host. Yep. Haley Maurer and I were uh, another one of these people who like I grew up around, but Same. I didn't I don't really consider I like grew up with her. Even, I'm pretty sure I was a youth leader when she was in middle school. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Something there's like that. it's like a solid 10 year difference between me and Haley. Mm-hmm. So I can't even say that I grew up around. Right. I was grown up <laughs> when uh. she was growing up. <laughs> right. For me, though, I we're a little closer in age yeah. and like, <laughs> yeah, she's cool. Uh, but yeah, it's it's another one of those interviews where it just proves to me that, of course, this is just how like middle school, high school happens. Like yeah. pe- you draw your social circles really tight. But once you're out of high school and like into college age mm-hmm. or a little beyond, it's like, why? Why? We why should all be friends? friends. Yeah. We should okay. all be friends. Let's talk about that. About we're not going to talk about that. I had this whole thing when we were in. Uh, well, I was not in high school anymore, but the high school kids in youth group were like, Ooh, we don't want to hang out with the middle schoolers. And I was like, yep. they are cool guys. Yeah. It's not <laughs> deal the, with I it. I was just talking to my dad about that. Like, that's just how it, it goes. I like, know, but you it's can't dumb. really it get over go that. that way. You get over that later is and and that and we're proving that today as a big kid with our interview. Let with me Haley. just say, get over it. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I'm a big kid now. Talk to people like we're <laughs> about to talk to Haley and you learn so much. This is cool making stuff. Haley sound like she's so, 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 so young. Let's go to it, shall Let's we? Just, here's Haley Mauer. Our friend, <laughs> Haley Mauer. We're going to get started with rapid fire questions. Dixie. It's right. time. Take it away. Welcome to the Terror Dome. No. Um, <laughs> not helpful are you ready Haley? <laughs> i am okay instagram or twitter instagram rain or sun rain tea or coffee tea early morning or late night early morning summer or winter summer ios or android ios big party or small gathering depends i guess Small gathering. Okay. Pancakes or waffles? Waffles. Soup or salad? Soup. Sunrise or sunset? 
Sunrise. Laundry or dishes? Laundry. 100%. <laughs> Sweet or savory? Sweet. Do you call it soda or pop? Pop. Hogwarts or the Shire? The Shire. Passenger or driver? Passenger. Castle or cottage? Cottage. Vanilla or chocolate? Chocolate. Books or movies? Movies. Introvert or extrovert? Mm, extrovert. Phone calls or texts? Phone calls. Nice. Yes. You did it. That oh, was yeah. the end of all the stressful wow. questions are gone. <laughs> Yay. It was so hard. There's so many that I was like, it depends. It depends. Yeah. Uh, okay. Today, it's this. Right. <laughs> Today, I feel like an extrovert. At the, at the point of yeah. recording, this is this is how I feel. <laughs> uh, the small gatherings or big gatherings, I was like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Either one is so fun. Okay. Now moving into some more open-ended icebreakers. No pressure to answer this super fast like the rapid fire either. Okay. We're going to start with a series of favorites, starting with what is your favorite candy? Uh, I feel like Reese's cups yeah. come to mind. Nice. Like automatically. A classic. Because that's, that's the right answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. It's, yeah, it's just so good. Yeah. Yep. I'm starting to get into dark chocolate more, though, mm. I think. So Ooh, there we definitely go. Reese's Cups, yeah. for sure. Your palate is maturing, you know? <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I'm there getting older and I'm getting wiser. I love it. <laughs> What's your favorite snack? Probably, like, chips, mm. I think. Just something I can, like, kind of keep eating. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Trail mix is also good. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, uh, lately, a lot of people in college like chips and salsa, so... <laughs> Chips and salsa. Because it's usually pretty free at restaurants. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It is and a classic. Like a bag of chips. Yeah. Or a bag of chips is like a buck 69. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like yeah. who needs yeah. to eat healthy food when you have, yeah. Absolutely. you know, air is there, with potato in it. Is there something you always pick around in a trail mix? I, okay. My mom makes trail mix, mm -hmm. like homemade trail mix. And she's been adding chocolate chips oh, to yeah. them sometimes. Oh. Like if she gives me a thing, like... She'll sometimes, if I go visit her, she'll be like, here's a thing of trail mix like, for your car. <laughs> so I've been still snacking on that for a long time, but it's Ooh. really good with the chocolate chips. Does the mm. chocolate but melt in the car though? Oh yeah. That's hundred <laughs> percent. Oh yeah. Yeah. I also love gluten-free pretzels in trail mix. Oh. Actually, I'm oh. not, I'm not gluten-free, but my mom is. Right. So that's what she puts in the trail mix and it's so good. Oh, there you go. What is your favorite morning drink? You know, I love... Mint tea with honey. Oh yes, I love it. Yeah, because it just tastes so good down the throat. And I'm I'm a coffee drinker for the sake of routine, but I definitely don't drink it every day. So my go-to is probably tea. Oh, fantastic! What is your favorite smell? Probably laundry, actually. <laughs> oh yes, I love. <laughs> I don't know if I'm biased though. So like my boyfriend, he like wears the same thing mm -hmm. like five days a week, but he smells like laundry all the time. And I just don't know how he does it. Nice. Magic. So if I like, I'm like, Hey, what's up, Scott? And I like hug him. I'm like, man, how do you smell good already? Like, yeah. So yeah. Laundry probably. I just like the smell of clean. Yeah. <laughs> My deodorant is like shower clean. Like oh, I just nice. like the, yeah. The clean sense. What are foods you will never eat? Man, I'm really not that picky. <laughs> about food but i think i wish i liked spice but i just can't seem to tolerate it so i'm trying mm. to build up my spice level nice but yeah it's it's been difficult so <laughs> i don't know if it's like i would never eat it but i just really like mild spice is like as much as i can do mm, 
Okay. Nothing spicy at all to someone might be extremely spicy for me. Like I'm sweating gotcha. my upper lip, you know? Gotcha. Yeah. So. Not, not very trained on that Scoville meter. Yeah, no, no. Very nice. What a word, Scoville. I know. Yeah. A weird measurement tool in the millions. It's like you're talking like <laughs> millions of Scovilles. Whatever. Okay. Next question. <laughs> yeah. Who is the smartest person you know? I feel like both sets of grandpas like my papa on my mom's side he was a science teacher and just always loves to learn like he's constantly like for his birthday my grammy loves to get him sudoku puzzles or any Mm. type of puzzles and there's just he loves problem solving yeah he's on the search and rescue team and like loves helping navigate that um he's just always reading stuff and always learning things and he's very he loves to teach so like if he learns something he loves to teach you what he's been learning, which has been so fun. Um, and then on my dad's side, he he also just loves history and like, did you know facts? Right. Yes. Kind of thing. So yes. he just loves sharing like, hey, did you know this? Or did you know this? <laughs> and like, whoa. So I think my grandparents, like my grandpas. That's so good. That's I cool. like that a lot. Do you have a secret talent? <laughs> I don't know if this is TMI, but I can arm fart quite well actually (laughs) yes uh (laughs) that i feel like that's how i've made a lot of bro friends growing up like oh dude she's so cool and i can burp on command so lately something fun that i've been doing recently is i hear someone burp and depending on you know if it's appropriate in the time or where i'm at i will try to match their burp So, yeah, not very, not very ladylike of me, but I can arm fart and burp on command. So that's there you beautiful. Go. Uh, yes. Yes. Get after it. I love it. There's going to be listeners be like, all right, I'm not listening to this episode anymore. Okay. All right. Cool, cool, cool. This is yeah, where this is cool, going. Cool. Um, what was your first job? My first job that I can remember, like my first official job was at MoCones in Laurel, the cute ice cream shack. Um, across from the high school. So fun. I love people. So it was fun getting to like be the cashier yeah. and have people come up and just well, be like, Hey, what's good. up? How do you, like, what do you want? Yeah. Very fun vibes. What was your first pet? Um, I don't know if fish count, so I'm just going to skip the fish, but, <laughs> um, was my black lab boxador mix our family got when I was in fourth grade. I think my older brother Jackson picked him out mm-hmm. and brought him home. Um, he was so cute. We we had him for nine years. He was a good dog. Mm. He was cute. He was so fun. Dogs are the best. I love dogs. He was really cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His name is yeah. Leo, oh. right? Yeah. Wow. Where'd he go? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, so like my mom would always drop off our dog, Robbie, and Leo and Robbie would play. Oh, the no. Time. They would have yeah. little play dates. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. No, I remember because your mom had to put Leo into shape because you. I think they dog sitted for us one time and he was digging holes and it was really bad so she trained him I was like oh yeah. <laughs> that sounds like my mom that's yep. funny yeah <laughs> yep yep do you have a historical hero I'm trying to think I don't know if he's historical or not but C.S. Lewis is pretty dang cool nice a, I don't know if he's like historical though I would take it. I mean, he's but he's dead. I think C.S. Lewis so. is pretty dang cool. I, thank you, Dixie. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably, you could probably say historical if they're dead, right? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, or Apostle Paul, maybe. Oh, there you go. There you go. Right. He's definitely dead. Yeah. That's a thanks. good one. 
Thanks again. <laughs> He's, yes, very much. <laughs> okay. Next question. What is the worst fashion trend you've ever participated in? Yikes. Yeah. Okay. This is my favorite I don't question. know if it's a fashion trend, but like the whole like cut off sleeves with the t shirts. <laughs> And I personally wore like bright neon tank tops underneath. Okay. Like every day in sixth grade and like wore sweats, but definitely, definitely oh the gosh. cutoff sleeves, I think. Not okay. great. Yes. At least on me for sure. Not a great That's move. Such a good answer. Yes. <laughs> I love it so much. Thank oh, you, Dixie. Lovely. That's so good. Okay. <laughs> what is your biggest pet peeve? Um <laughs> I'm sorry if you guys do this, but probably gum smacking. Just oh, like yeah. the, like, and like the gum smacking when like, they're just really opening their mouth a lot. Uh, like yeah. just yeah. like that big chewing. And I think during like sports too, I'm like, man, like, I feel like you could focus more if you weren't like chewing so much, but <laughs> yeah. Maybe just close yeah. your mouth. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I think probably that one. Right. Yes. What was the first live concert you ever attended? Probably... Something at the Metro, I think it's called the Rock and Road Worship Show. I think like Jeremy Camp was there. Uh, nice. Like Family Force Five was there. Oh yeah, oh, of I course. Think. Yeah, Classic. it was like a bunch of a, a group of them. Yeah, yeah, it was a good time. It was Fan- really fun. Fantastic. What's the best live concert you've ever attended? One that comes to mind is uh, it was Lauren Daigle and Jason Gray. Nice. And it was just super simple and Big Daddy Weave. It was just really simple <laughs> and a really good environment and just felt like super close. Cause we were all on the same floor cause mm. it was in a church. Right. Mm. Yeah. Uh, like, in the, or like in one floor of a building, it was just really cool. It was a good vibe. And I got to go with my family and it was just a fun experience and to get to talk with those singers and stuff nice. and just kind of how they shared their story. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. That was good. If you could have one superpower, what would it be? I think fly because I love clouds. Clouds are my favorite. Cloud. And the whole, okay. like, over everything, I love clouds. They're just so cute and fluffy. <laughs> um, so if I could fly, so since I can't lay down on clouds, since they're pretty much water, yeah, I could at least fly. You know, like okay. how planes fly through the clouds. There you so go. Maybe I could just fly through the clouds. Yeah, <laughs> seeing a whole new world while I, you're flying through the clouds. Right. Yeah, that's a kind of a classic. Yeah, yeah, it's like a classic <laughs> answer. I feel like fly, but it's good. I, it's a good I one. Take it. Yeah. Oh, uh, what is your absolute favorite meal? Oh. Um, I love cheese and pasta. Yes. So maybe like mac and cheese or Alfredo, <laughs> any, any type of mac and cheese, like homemade mac and cheese is really good. Okay. I, I have mac and cheese for breakfast sometimes. It's just definitely my go-to meal. Who would you call your best friend? Um, her name is JCK Beachy. It was JCK Wells, but she got married in August. So. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, but I don't know. I have I have three, but I have three really, really close friends because my other two is um, Mariah Clausen. Just yeah. I got to grow up with her. You know Mariah. Oh, yeah, we know. Absolutely. <laughs> so definitely her and then my other friend, Mariah Hudson, who also got married this summer. But they're definitely my three closest friends for sure. Nice. Oh, fantastic. To date, what would you say is your proudest achievement? Hmm. Maybe it's still in the works, but like probably photography, like mm. having a photography business. Yeah. How it's, I've actually been able to sometimes I'll get into that more when we have the general questions, I guess, but 
like with my other job that I have, sometimes I don't have to work because I've made enough through photography right. that Sweet. I can just kind of have a rest week and be with people or edit photos. But I'm just really excited for what's to come with photos right. and just to, to really get it going and get a website and hopefully sell prints more on the regular and just kind of get more organized. But That's awesome. I'm really, really excited about photography. Fantastic. So I think with that, I've bought all of my equipment myself as well like through saving money so that's oh. it's just cool to have that kind of investment right so it's been really good oh, I'm really thankful. great okay last icebreaker here when you were a kid what did you want to be when you grew up <laughs> what did i want to be did i ever think about that <laughs> oh you know She's too busy I arm think... farting <laughs> well okay <laughs> no, <seriously. laughs> really i was just distracted all the time <laughs> I think I wanted to be an EMT. Oh, cool. Yeah, I think I wanted to do something medical for sure, and EMT was what came to mind. Mm. And then as I got older and, like, found new interests, but then also as I got older, I realized I think I'm too emotionally <laughs> – I would get too emotionally attached. Right. Like, if something were to go unexpected or, like, not the way that people – that I would, like, hope for it to go, I think I would just, like, put a lot – on myself right wouldn't be able to compartmentalize or anything yeah right yeah okay oh man Haley mauer thank you so much (laughs) for being on our podcast this is exciting for us this is so fun (laughs) i'm so excited i've been looking forward to this for a while oh we're so glad you and i grew up you're another one of those people where like we grew up around each other but we really didn't yeah. do a lot of hanging out just given our age groups but right your mom was our choir director in homeschool co-op and she was my voice teacher for probably mm-hmm. seven years she was, oh, that's only, right, she was my guys? voice teacher for like a year yeah I think. yep so i was regularly at your house well <laughs> singing yeah. over in the studio i remember when i met you uh, i don't really? remember the character's name but you were the little girl in once once on this island once on this island yeah and i didn't i wasn't in the musical that year but i had friends in the musical and i was like who's this tiny human that's also <laughs> oh my musical. gosh that's, <laughs> and that's when i met you you probably don't wow. remember meeting me but that's fine <laughs> oh no yes. i don't know because you were also in charlie brown right or the susical no 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 susical no. yeah Okay, Susical. I remember you in that for sure. That was like a couple years later. Yeah. That gives us a good hint there, but let's get started. Let's get to know you. Um, will you tell us about where you grew up and what your family was like growing up? Mm. Um, I grew up in Laurel, Montana with you guys. Go locomotives. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I loved it there. I think how I would describe Laurel is like I loved being raised there and I loved getting to go to school there and being in a smaller town mm-hmm. and um, being raised in Laurel and the support that the community gave mm. and just getting to, it was like small enough that you could know quite a few people. Like if you went into Walmart, you could run into people all the time. Yeah. I feel like, um, but you didn't know everybody, which is also nice. Yeah. Yeah. And then my family. Um, oh man, I love my family <laughs> and my older brother, Jackson. He's two years older, and then my twin Spencer were an hour apart. And, wow! Yes. Um, he got stuck. Um, oh, okay. So you were you were the first yeah. one then, huh? Yep, yep. I came out. Yep, and then he got stuck. Yep. Stuck. Poor guy. Oh but no. He's wonderful. I love both oh. of them. But we all somehow, even though Jackson's two years older than us, it seems like we all do the same thing at the same time. So we're more like triplets, really. Mm, so mm-hmm. that was fun, and um. I love, I don't know, my dad did a really good job at just like affirming me growing mm-hmm. up 
because I was I was so goofy. And but he would just always call me beautiful growing up, which was awesome. Oh, yeah. So I think that really helped with my confidence. And yeah, my mom, ugh. It's just it's fun being the only girl in the house as well. Like my mom and I, I think we just have a really special relationship. Mm-hmm. And my parents really did a good job just kind of being really open with us from the beginning. Um, I think that set the tone. Like I really fully trust my parents and tell them pretty much anything. And they did a really good job too of just like, here's what we did growing up and here's what not to do. <laughs> like, this doesn't work out very well. Maybe oh, don't yeah. do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think they had a good balance of being strict and also like, well, you're going to learn. So <laughs> it's yep, going to hurt. Go for but it. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, that, so what were your parents up to while you were growing up? Like what did you, your parents do for work or like how, how was the, the home environment for you guys? Mm. My mom was, well, as you guys know, since she taught you guys, she had, she owned a private studio. So she did that after school, usually sometimes during the day as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she was around a lot and we got to do a lot of things together because kind of leads to the next question, I guess, but because we were homeschooled, uh, I, me and Spencer were homeschooled until sixth grade. So we also got to like grow up with my mom for a lot of time, mm-hmm. just like getting to see her a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And we would go on field trips and stuff. And my dad, I think for a little bit, he worked at Shopco, but then got a new job with um, a close friend of his that started his own business. Mm-hmm. And my dad worked there for quite a while, like for more, most of when we lived in Laurel, I think. Yeah. Since I've been alive, at least. <laughs> and it was a cool job because he, it was pretty much a job that was like, as long as you work 40 hours this week, you can do those hours whenever you want. Mm. Oh, cool. Super nice. So like when me and my brothers had events or activities, my dad would just prepare ahead of time for that week and get work done or work longer hours during other days mm-hmm. so that he could like make it to games or music festivals cool. or yeah, just, just anything. So super available parents. I remember your dad serves or served in the military while we were growing up. And I know he got yes. deployed a couple times while we were, were all kind of like youth group age, middle school, high school age. What was that like uh, from your vantage point? Like, what was that like having a, uh, a parent head out? Yeah. Um, yeah, he actually, he still is in the army. He just got back from a deployment in Poland, actually. Oh, wow. He got back in August. Wow. Yeah. Yep. So he's still in the army. Yeah, that was interesting. I think it was really hard just looking back, especially now seeing how my mom had to handle that. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, we were homeschooled. But then when my dad got deployed to Iraq... We were in public school first grade, I think, to give my mom some time. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> not as much stress right. and stuff. Yeah. Um, not feel like it, so much of a single parent. Mm. Yeah, there were definitely moments of just really missing him. And I think the second one was harder because I was a little older and understood more. That mm-hmm. was in sixth grade. That's when mm. we went back into public school. I think just knowing that he was more in danger I don't know how much I realized that the first time, but definitely the second time being like, oh, because he was a ammunitions manager. Like he mm. was an ammunition spe- specialist. And I was like, oh, okay, so you're not on the front lines. But he was like, well, if the building <laughs> that I was working in got bombed, uh, I'd be gone. And I was like, oh, thanks, dad. Oh, <laughs> super. Yeah. 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 So just like knowing something could happen is just kind of, was just kind of crazy to think about. Yeah. Especially as you get older, you kind of, yeah, you gain that understanding of what war actually implies and what it means to like the individual yeah. people serving. Ooh, 
that's yeah and i think it it really helped me understand like to respect what people in the military do as well like i remember mm. a fourth of july that my dad wasn't there for and there's people laughing and talking during the the national anthem or something and like maybe making fun of it as well and i just kind of started crying so I was just like oh like that's my dad over there oh, and, like yeah just thinking about that so i think I, it made me more aware as well that's a that's a great perspective or just how to I like, like respect military people yeah absolutely yeah. i appreciate yeah. that okay so we've gotten hints there you were public schooled for first grade and starting in sixth grade you joined public school um did you finish out middle school and high school mm-hmm. in public school yes very fun what were you involved in in high school um i was a football manager for six years when i did that <laughs> middle school into high school that was so much fun nice. that's actually how my photography kind of started was through football oh, no way so that's kind of cool oh, that's so cool yeah yeah because i i was like well i'm on the field i might as well just take pictures and then people <laughs> kept asking for them and i was like i should make a business so i should get paid for yeah. this absolutely <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so then yeah i did that throughout high school if i wasn't in a sport i took pictures but yeah and then i did softball since i was a wee one mm-hmm. until senior year of high school that was oh that's just so much fun and i did basketball for one year and then i quit <laughs> it was just too much stress man not your thing oh. not your thing no i wasn't naturally gifted for it and i was too busy to put in the extra work for it right I was just like i was involved in the musicals or had like i loved people or my family so i just it wasn't my life or anything so i was right. like eh, i don't really want to put in the time for this so yeah great decision you were very musically involved in school i remember as well so musicals you were in laurel airs which is like our show choir yes oh so fun yeah and went to seattle and portland for a couple festivals which is super Mm -hmm. fun oh yeah like all state and all northwest kind of things yeah yep just yes bringing back all the memories i love (laughs) it okay so good so uh what was your graduating class first of all 2017. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so many yep. years after I graduated. <laughs> <laughs> oh like, gosh. I know I'm older. Dixie's but feeling like, self conscious. When I hear the graduating <laughs> years, I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm so old. <laughs> no, <laughs> stop it. I was You're supposed not. to graduate in 2010, stop Steven. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Oh my gosh. This is fair. Wow. Wow. Oh man. So, wow, that's 10 years ago. Right? So after high school, where did you go from there? Did you go to college? Are you in college? Yeah. Um, the only school, like my second favorite place, well, actually my favorite place is Bozeman. Like growing up when we visit my mom's parents, we just grew up coming here. So yeah, yep. that was the only school I wanted to go to. So I applied to MSU <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> and, you, you did it. Yeah. Great. Yay! Are you are you currently still studying? If so, what are you studying? <laughs> yes. Um, I started in music education, and then I switched to business, and then I switched to psychology, and then I realized I was just spending my money to get a degree that I wasn't going to directly pursue. Okay. So that now I'm just going to get my associates, but I graduate in November. Nice. Oh, yes. Yeah. Congratulations. Finishing up the Thank semester you. then. Yes, I have one class, Earth Science. Nice. <laughs> yep, those, getting my last core yes. class. Those dang generals. I know. <laughs> oh, Earth Science. That's so fun. I love, yeah. I love so the swing good. from music to business. Um, I did that too. I did too. 
And then, whoa, I, and then I dropped out of college because I was like, I'm not going to use any of this. Same. Bye. But, so what I wanted to what I wanted to talk about though is like I love that like business came up as an option for you, but it seems to me like following you on social media and seeing the success you've had with your photography business, it's like you're getting the, the business education you need just by running a mm. business yourself. Yeah. Yes. I I definitely still want to go to business workshops. Sure. Uh, oh, yeah. And like learn more. But yeah, it's been definitely like the like learn by practicing. Oh, yeah. Kind of thing for sure. That's so good. All right. So you're about to graduate. That kind of gets us uh, up to date with your college experience. Um, let's talk about what you currently do for work. Uh, between your side hustle photography and your, for lack of a better term, like a day job kind of concept? I have a super sweet job. It's called Gigworks. And it's this company that um, other companies go through if they're short staffed that week or need extra hands can go through Gigworks. And then you can go on the app and be like, hey, this company needs workers for this time, this shift, this this many days. And you can decide if you want to do them or not. Wow. So it's very, it's very flexible which is perfect for what I'm doing. Um, and like I said earlier, just with photography, if I'm like, all right, I need extra days to finish up photography sessions that I need to edit or send out like flash drives, then I don't have to feel super stressed right. or anything because I can just not sign up for work that week. Um, wow. Super fun. What a tremendous yeah. amount of freedom. That's so cool. Oh, yeah. So yeah. What kind of work are you signing up for through GigWorks? I'm currently waiting to hear back on a job this week. It's with the fire that happened in the Bridger Mountains. Yeah. It's like, it's called restoration laborer. Mm. So I would go in and help clean out the houses that um, unfortunately got Mm. destroyed. Wow. Something like that. Or there's construction or housekeeping. That's awesome. Um, Just kind of anything. Yeah. Sometimes they get new clients that they're like, we've never done this one before, but here we go. So (laughs) it's kind of fun. It's kind of really anything. Then let's turn and let's talk about your photography business then, shall we? Yes. So you got started taking pictures for sports in high school. Uh, Walk me through the evolution of like starting from there and how you currently operate today. Yeah. So that was, my dad had a camera. So I just kind of, if he was a baseball coach and he wanted me to take pictures, I would. And I was like, oh, it's kind of fun. So I decided to save up for a camera just for fun, Mm -hmm. um, just because I enjoyed it. And bought one that summer and then this was going into my junior year of high school I think so then I like I said earlier I was a football manager so I just started and I also had a friend that was also a football manager who was also taking pictures for fun so I was like oh I think I'll do that too and um, I started posting them on Facebook and people were like hey did you get any pictures of me last night and I was like no but I'll make sure next time and parents started asking for pictures and I was like, you know, I should like make CDs back in the day, like CDs. <laughs> yeah. And Ooh. that wasn't even that far back in the day, but I didn't <laughs> think about flash drives. Was like five years ago. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I was like, I should ask parents if they want me to take pictures of their kids. So I would like take pictures. I'm sure there was a more efficient way to do it, but I'm mm. still learning. But just taking pictures of for sure um, kids that parents requested and then just in case they requested after the season to just take pictures of pretty much everybody. And then I would go through them after the games and sort through them and just get that kid onto a CD, like a folder and then burn it, like burn the CD (laughs) and and then give it to the parents. And then that turned into flash drives. And then people started asking like, Hey, do you do uh, senior pictures? 
And I was like, never done them, but I can try. So my first <laughs> senior pictures that I did, um, I think was Tag Myri. <laughs> and I think I charged 50 bucks. Nice. Oh, and yeah. got a yeah. big discount. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then that turned into, um, you know, getting more and more. And um, yeah, and now people start asking for weddings and um, like family pictures. And it's mm-hmm. just been a huge learning curve of like, I haven't done that before, but I'll give it a go. And yeah. It's just nice having those people that are willing, like understanding that I've never done it before, mm, but mm-hmm. also like be like, well, we want you to do them and please realize there's me. a lot more to just the pictures. <laughs> yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just like over time, how it's become something that I love to do right? and how it's definitely not just the pictures. Like I love, especially right now that it's a lot of my friends or people that I know mm-hmm. that I get to do their pictures Yeah, and um, just like getting to hang out with them. Um, like just the relationship side of photography, I guess, mm-hmm. has been really cool. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Talk more about that because I've <laughs> oh had experiences God. with photographers that their pictures come out fine, but oh, it, man. there's always like, there's always a feeling I get when I get those pictures back. Like if they are not very personable or they don't, um, it's almost like you have to be an entertainer at the same time you're taking the pictures yeah. to keep people lively and keep people engaged. So talk more about what you've learned about how to like uh, work that relationship angle of being a photographer. Mm. It's been, yeah, I agree. I definitely love, you want to give someone the experience, you know? And like, I think something that I've enjoyed over time really in general is just wanting to make people like what I said about my dad, just affirming me that I was beautiful growing up, Mm -hmm. just like wanting to like people to be comfortable in front of a camera. Yeah. And not feel awkward or anything. So I just love hyping them up, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and and then like in the downtime, asking them questions. Um, I also love carpooling with people when we go <laughs> yeah. to different locations oh, so that yeah. I, just like better communication. Like if we see something on the way, we'll be like, oh, we should stop right there. Wait, can you, do you mind pulling over? And um, also just having time to be like, hey, how's it going? Yeah. There have been really good conversations through just getting to like, just have conversation, be comfortable and but I'm not trying to pry or anything. I'm just trying to like catch up and get to know them better. Yeah, absolutely. That does help a lot with photos. Just being like, Oh, I think they would like this or they definitely won't like this. So I won't do that. (laughs) Sure. Cause you're kind of gauging their personality while you get to have these conversations. Like before the first picture is taken, you kind of get to know them enough that you kind of know what they're after. You kind of know the, uh, the atmosphere, the flavor of the photo that you want to capture. Mm, yeah. And I, and sometimes I need to work on that better. Um, just like the beforehand leading up to be like, Hey, can we have a phone call? Cause a lot of it's over messages. So I think right. just hearing sure. their voice or oh, like yeah. seeing them in person would be helpful. So I'm still working on that, but yeah, definitely getting to know them better. And oh, I was going to say something else, but I can't remember. So, <laughs> never mind. so you're, you're breaking into quite a few different genres of photography at this point. Like we started with sports photos and then senior pictures. And now you're doing some like personal portraits. You're doing wedding events. You're doing engagement photos. And I've noticed on your Instagram too, that you're doing some more like landscape work as well. Is that kind of new to you? Mm, Yes. Before I said, I remember my thing that I wanted to say sports. (laughs) I love like how they're candid. So I think that's something that I want to continue into portraits now that I'm not doing sports as much as having more candid and more natural photos. Yes, landscape. 
yeah, I'm trying to do that for fun just to like keep learning about that side of photography. Like you said, just that like genre of photos and especially during slower seasons, like maybe selling prints because can't like having prints is so fun. Like it's something tangible that you can see on the wall. Absolutely. I have like my phone case is a picture I took and my laptop skin is a picture I took. So just kind of like wanting to, yeah. So just wanting to do more photos like that. Um, And landscape is so pretty, like just, especially in Montana, I'm trying to soak it in while I can. We have a wealth of beautiful landscapes in Montana for sure. Yeah. It's (laughs) so good. Uh, Uh, I want to talk about some engagement photos uh, because so, mm. so Dixie and I, when we got engaged, I, I feel like this is a pretty classic thing, but so I, uh, scheduled a day and essentially told Dixie like, Hey, let's go get nice pictures of us. Like in the winter here, like we're going to go out to Red Lodge and have a date and we're going to meet our photographer friend and we're just going to take some pictures cause we should have pictures of us. And then <laughs> I go and pop the question like during that moment, I've seen Ooh. some absolutely wild versions of that on your Instagram. And I want to <laughs> yep. talk about what that's like to be on the other side of the camera, like you're hiding in the bush or something and waiting <laughs> yeah. for the guy to make the proposal. Like what, just talk me through a story oh. or two and what it's like to be there. Oh man. Okay. So my friend, my best friend that I said, JC, that was a very romantic thing that he did. They like swam, like canoed across the lake and they had it all set up. Um, and me and a friend named Garrett, we went early and to set up like the whole atmosphere and the lights and the floating lanterns in the lake and stuff. And we were like finishing up the candles and they arrived early and we were like, Oh crap. (laughs) We have to like finish this up and get everything set up while also trying to hide. And yeah. So then we tried doing that and tried setting everything up. And then Garrett was like, I forgot where are the Martinelli's (laughs) Like like the sparkling cider. So he tried to like, go back to the car to get that while I was trying to hide between these really skinny trees. It was not really working. <laughs> oh, but gosh. Luckily, JC wasn't even focused on that. Then she saw me later and was like, you knew! Because we had just hung out and she did. She thinks I can't keep a secret, but I did good. You did it. <laughs> and, and then other two, there were two more that were interesting was hiding in the snow. Like I was just <laughs> in these massive snow pants and it was super windy. And I had to be quiet, but I was like trying to keep moving so I could stay warm mm-hmm. and while also trying to be hidden. But you know, those winter ones are kind of interesting. Right? <laughs> trying to yeah. hide for like a half hour. <laughs> I think I was there for like 30 minutes before they got there. And I'm just like sitting in like this little snow pit. Yeah. Well, it's I, like, do you yeah, charge extra for igloo? that? Actually, I think all the proposals I've done have been for free. So I think it's just like, oh, here wow. you go, man, for a friend. Congratulations. <laughs> That's funny. So, oh, yeah. so good. So what is, it, what is it like being on the other side of that? Like either either you're hiding or it's it's kind of an event uh, build as, hey, let's go get pictures with our friend Haley. And then the guy proposes. Like what is it like to be there? It's so special just seeing the shock on the girl's face for sure mm-hmm. just like you know what's about to happen and yeah just seeing their reaction and just like the tears that happen i've cried <laughs> during like while taking pictures i'm like i can't see my eyes are blurry but <laughs> just so special like it's it really is like such an intimate moment mm-hmm. to be a part of and i think that in general even besides proposals but just overall too, just having that access oh, yeah. to people's life 
like that of just getting to be a part of something like that is really, really special. Right. So definitely, I think overall, just special, like, wow, I get to take your guys' pictures and this will be a day you guys get to remember and look back yeah. on. In yeah. your in your experience, how often does does the girl like have a hunch about what's going on? Uh, I think, the, well, the photos that I've done so far, every one of them has been surprised like didn't see it coming but they they knew they had been talking about engagement right. sure yeah yeah so they knew like it was going to happen but i think the guys did every single one of them has done a great job catching them off guard right yeah i think or then like you know the one with uh jc and her now husband brandon with the canoe like it was just such a romantic setting <laughs> and <laughs> but and she right. was so ready for it and she was like man Haley, i'm tired of painting my nails so often like every day oh night, my gosh it might be for it. real steven did the same thing to me he was like we're gonna get engaged and i was like okay but I, when and then it was like around yeah. christmas time and we were going on dates like every other day yep. and yes. i was like okay but like ask me now yep. i did my hair had to keep her guessing <laughs> right right like on the guy's side like the girl wants so badly to be surprised yeah. but she also wants to figure it out like, i feel like yes like she's like is this it's it a game and the for guy sure. the yeah. guy oh yeah the guy like kudos to the men you know yeah kudos to the person proposing because man that's gotta be so hard it's it's nerve-wracking it's oh yeah it's wild like even so proposing what like made me incredibly nervous and i had no idea why because (laughs) we'd been talking about it for so long it's like i know she's gonna say yes but i felt the same amount of no what (laughs) just for fun just for funsies (laughs) funsies yeah like a stab and twist yeah that's okay um but like even the day of the wedding I, there's no reason for me to be that nervous, but I was, mm-hmm. and <laughs> I was fine. I was like, just, "Let's go!" It's a momentous moment, right? Like you just, oh, Dixie, oh. <laughs> Dixie. Oh, so let's go. Like, let's be married now, please. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> so good. So great. Oh man. So uh. Dixie and I were both looking at your photography Instagram, which I will put a link in the show notes. Uh, for people to go check out i just real quick i wanted to touch on your portrait work because you have a knack for capturing an emotional atmosphere in your photos that goes a lot beyond like the look in their eye or the smile they have like there's there's something that seems to Mm -hmm. just kind of like radiate through the picture like the the joy you're able to communicate from behind the camera and also like make them comfortable enough to, again, kind of like what you're saying, get them to a candid space where you're kind of in a photo, you're able to reveal who your subject is, like who your, who your model is for that moment. Like what, what has that been like kind of Mm. like tweaking your process or like, what have you learned about being able to get those candid moments and, and capture like real emotion out of it instead of like, cause you know, like, I mean, like there's a school portrait, but that's not, that's hardly anything. (laughs) Um, like what you do has graduated (laughs) that like a couple steps. And I'm wondering if there's any words you can put to like what you've learned on how to capture that as a photographer. I think like if I'm almost kind of the whole, they'll follow how you lead. Like, are you practicing what you're preaching kind of thing of just like, if I'm wanting them to move, I realize like I also need to move and be willing. Like I wear chacos so often on photo sessions so that I, (laughs) I feel like if I need to get in water or like hike a little bit or just, do things to get a different photo. Um, Like I also want to be able to do what I'm asking them to do. Sure. But yeah, I definitely think movement helps. It makes it less stiff. 
So like, I'll have a lot of people be like, can you walk or can you spin or with, I love couples. Like I love engagement photos because it's so exciting for them and they just love each other and you can see that. So it's fun asking them to do certain things. And they just like, either they're like, (laughs) this is kind of weird. Like I've never done this before. (laughs) Or they're like, oh yeah, we can do that. Yeah. But just seeing the joy in their faces. And I've also been told that I smile when I take pictures. Like they're like, Haley, you're totally cheesing over there. And I'm like, I don't know. You guys just make me so happy. (laughs) They're so cute. Just kind of, I think just like, if I ask them to move, I want to move with them. And like, then seeing them, more comfortable makes me want to smile and like i just they're, they're looking at me too so like sure. even though i'm taking pictures of them they're not just looking at the camera they're looking at me also and wanting them to feel comfortable with what i'm doing right as well so I, yeah. yeah so you're kind of injecting like the energy you want to see in the picture by like acting it out yourself behind the camera yeah oh. yeah that, well well worded so, so good i love it Thank everyone you, should go follow her instagram <laughs> right now it's fantastic (laughs) okay (laughs) thank you for listening to no normal people this week if you like what you're hearing the best place to tell us about it would be on apple podcasts or facebook.com where you can leave us a five-star rating and a one or two sentence review you can find us on facebook instagram and twitter at no people pod that's k-n-o-w people pod also, be sure to use our hashtags, #NoNormalPeople and hashtag KNP. If you haven't been there in a while, we have a newly designed website over at NoNormalPeople.com. And while you're there, you can check out the store where we have podcast artwork featured stickers. And coming soon, we'll have a locally roasted and packaged No Normal People coffee blend. So we've kind of gotten through, I mean, that was a lot for the work question. And (laughs) now we're arriving at my favorite place for the podcast. And this is the generic version of the question is, what are you passionate about? And my favorite reword is, what could you think and talk about forever? Or like, what do you think and talk about when Mm. you have nothing else to think and talk about? And this is totally Mm. open-ended. So I just want to see where we go. Do you have things that you would say you're passionate about? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Kind of many things, but they almost tie together as well. Um, one that doesn't really tie together is movies mm-hmm. and movie soundtracks. Yes. And just like, I love movies and just like how how much it takes to put one together and like the music behind it too. Mm. Yeah. And um, just like the director's thoughts behind it. Like um, Spencer, my brother and I, we just went to Christopher Nolan's movie, Tenet. <gasps> oh, yes. <gasps> wow. Steven and I want to see that so oh, bad. Dude, you guys, you, oh my word. Okay, the only reason it has a lower rating is because it's like, people have said like, it's just too much for my mind to fathom. Right. Because it is incredible what he did to put this in the movie. Classic Nolan. Oh my gosh. I know. I've watched so many, or I've watched two really good, like, Tenet, explain. <laughs> and like, things, or like, things you missed in Tenet. Right. And I'm like, no way. I missed a lot. Um, uh, <laughs> Yeah. And um, Ludwig, how do you say his name? Ludwig Jorensen? He did the Black Panther soundtrack. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Yes. Yeah. I feel like Hans Zimmer usually does Christopher Nolan's movies, Mm -hmm. but he couldn't based on uh, scheduling conflicts. So Ludwig Ludwig Jorensen did it. I think that's how you say his name. And because of COVID, I think they said he had to like compile every single musician's like individual track. Oh, my god! And because they couldn't perform in person. So 
just like even that so that's just kind of something that i could talk about just like how fascinating is that, that would be that, so much yeah. work okay oh my god okay yeah. oh yeah. man okay so that's a good contemporary film to highlight let's talk about some movies like as you were growing up that caused you to fall in love with this aspect of filmmaking like bringing a score and bringing what's happening on the screen to life with the music what are some what are some early films that you remember that kind of caused you to fall in love with this I think, um, well, not too early, I guess, but like, like Gladiator comes to mind or, <laughs> but I didn't again. really watch that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, definitely. I think Pixar movies too. Oh yeah. Mm. Just the emotion behind mm. it and how they're able to make you cry every time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a very visual person. So I think just like watching the incredible, I love the incredible soundtrack Oh, and then yes. like, or like, or Ratatouille or, um, those kind of movies. So with the visual thing, just when I listen to the soundtracks, I can picture what's happening in the movie Same. Like as I'm listening yeah. to it. Oh, it's so entertaining. So I think just that idea of the emotion that can happen with the music mm. and then like getting to listen to it later and be like, oh, what is this part of the movie? Like, oh, that's right. Oh, my gosh. And then bring all the emotion yeah. into it again. Sure. Oh, um, yeah. So definitely like Pixar movies and then growing just definitely Hans Zimmer. Pirates of the oh is, yeah is it Caribbean or Caribbean yeah you guys? whatever you want I've heard it both ways yeah, I've whatever. heard it both ways Pirates of the the <laughs> Jack Sparrow yeah right yes <laughs> yeah. like again Hans Zimmer I just really love Hans Zimmer or like the Avatar soundtrack yes oh, that's so good oh my gosh. James Horner oh yes. so sad that he passed away oh but, yeah for real yeah so many oh yeah Braveheart every single yeah. freaking day <laughs> oh my gosh so good yeah James Newton Howard. John Williams? Have you seen Dragonheart? No. Okay, watch Dragonheart, the first one. Dragonheart, okay. It has Sean Connery. He plays a dragon. Oh, I love Sean Connery. But the music is so beautiful. Okay. I love it so much. Well, I'll have to add it to my movie list. There's the plug. Love it. (laughs) That's my favorite movie. Yeah. I love that movie Oh my gosh, you've named some, like, fantastic film composers. For real. My goodness. Howard Shore is one (gasps) of my personal- Avengers is fantastic. Just like Marvel movies. Sorry, Howard Shore. Yes, so good. Howard Lord Shore with the Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Oh, I can't, like so good. At our wedding, the processional to get the wedding party up to the front was concerning hobbits. Yep. at the very beginning yes! of fellowship. Like, let's go because we be nerds. Because that brings that brings the energy <laughs> we wanted for our wedding, right? Like that's so good. That hobbit yes. feel. Yeah. This, yes. Oh oof. man. Yeah, and if we were any character in Middle Earth, it would definitely be hobbits. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. Oh yeah. It's kind of the vibe agree. we have. <laughs> yes. Yes. I think that's so cool too. Our composers, like, um, every time I listen to a new soundtrack, I'm like, how did you make a brand new soundtrack? You know, like, if I were to listen to it and be like, oh, this is from this movie, and it's this composer, like, how they can incorporate their style into every different movie. Mm. Like, you can sometimes tell what composer it is. Oh yeah. Amazing. There is one beef I have with Hans Zimmer. (laughs) Oh, please share. And so I don't know how recently you've watched Gladiator. um, No. But he completely recycled a major theme from Gladiator to become like the basis of Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yep. That is my one major beef with with. Hans Zimmer like it's it's obvious that Gladiator was toward the beginning of his career and then as he progressed it was like that movie was big but it wasn't gonna it's not gonna be this big so I'm just gonna, gonna reuse that. that no dude seriously because then 
like, yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean was later, but I, I always, when I listen to the Gladiator soundtrack, I'm like, man, this sounds like Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. 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 Mm, yeah so but it's the I, other way around yeah <laughs> yep oh it's just confusing us that's one I, I love especially i love hearing composers like get into other uh art forms and other mediums too like mm, mm-hmm. there's a podcast i listened to by the bbc it's called 13 minutes to the moon and so they, they covered the apollo 11 landing and uh they just recently did a season on apollo 13 the theme music was commissioned and written by Hans Zimmer. What? Like he's into podcasting oh, now. What? It's what? so cool. <laughs> I just, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Right? Now I have to listen to that wow. podcast. Dang oh. it. Yep, I'm going to have to follow them. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I love this, Haley, because it, it speaks to your like love of music. You started with music education mm. in college. You were mm. so involved in musicals. And there's, there's a connecting force that music has, especially when you pair it with compelling things happening on the screen, like mm-hmm. in a visual sense or... The actors are really electric. Adding the right music just pushes it over the edge. Yeah. Right? Mm, mm-hmm. oh, yep. So good. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have another thing you would say that you're passionate about? Yes. So this is like the, like, these all probably combine together, but definitely people. I just love having one-on-one time. Again, that's so great with my gig works job. Oh, yeah. If I'm making enough, I can just not work so that I can be with, cause I used to be a Bible study leader for a couple of years and just like having that one-on-one interaction with freshmen for sure. Mm. And then just being like, Hey, how are you doing? And like, what do you want to grow in? So now that I'm not doing that this year, but still being very available to just meet up with people and reconnect with people that I've made friendships over the years, um, in college, especially. And, and like, I even just hung out with Callie Lindsay mm-hmm. a few weeks ago. That was so fun. Mm. And just like having having time to be with people. I love people and with photography, that's another thing, obviously, that uh, that I'm passionate about. Also, just Jesus, just very, mm-hmm. like all three of those and how photography involves people. And my, I feel like my life motto is smile and wave. Like I love just, <laughs> oh, yeah. like I just love, like if I'm on campus or downtown, I'm like, hey, how's it going? And like if I'm walking with someone, they're like, do you know that person? I'm like, nope. <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> I do yeah. know. Just saying, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I just, I love making people see or like making them feel noticed and being like, hey, I see you. Like I love saying thank you to janitors being like, hey, oh. you're not at the bottom. Oh. Like you're so needed. Like I need you. Like thank you so much for the work that you do. But yeah, those three together, just kind of like wanting to spread joy and smiles and then just getting to know people and same with photography of just wanting them to be comfortable yeah when they're talking to me and it sounds like it's very much geared around that one-on-one interaction it's less of like a Mm. a one-to-many you're not necessarily like in a big group you sound like you have the personality who would zero in on the one person that needs that gift from you and then Mm -hmm. you find them and you go to them yes i definitely working on that constantly of just trying to not be distracted like something i want to work on is putting my phone on do not disturb mm-hmm. or scheduling too many things yeah. within a day mm-hmm. so that i can just if that person needs three hours that i can be with them instead of being like well i gotta go or Ooh, i'm running late to the next thing and now that person's time is running short right just, mm. so that's been that's been good actually this year definitely spacing things out better but yeah that one that's why that question about introvert or extrovert I love people. Like I, I do love big groups. Like swing dancing is so fun, Ooh, yeah. or like bonfires yeah. or barbecues. But like that one-on-one time is really special. Oh. Who do you think modeled that kind of attitude for you while you were growing up? That that makes you 
like passionate about making that connection? <laughs> I think I feel like honestly, many people, I think teachers for sure, like Amy Caldera or <laughs> Mr. O'Neill yeah. in high school. <laughs> um, and I, I just loved teachers. I really got to know them a lot or Mr. Edgman. <laughs> oh, yes. But just like <laughs> I think so those adult figures and then my dad just I feel like I could talk to him until 1 a.m. and he would just listen and listen and like provide what was needed, whether that was just like a listening ear or hugs or like advice. If I was like, Hey, like, what do you think? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. My mom. And I don't know. I think, yeah, just definitely adult figures. Yeah. And Jesse Siskoyas also, like I didn't have a ton of one-on-one time, but just definitely he is so intentional and um, really values you when you're talking to him. Same with Sherry, actually. Oh yeah. And all these people you're highlighting, like you, you leave that interaction feeling affirmed you leave that interaction also feeling challenged in a way like Mm, mm -hmm. like it's a it's the kind of inspiration that like that pulls you up into like a new mode oh yeah it's like you want to live up to their standard now that they've modeled that so like humbly and so well to you i yeah that's so good so within this realm uh you strike me as a a person who's done a lot of practice around active listening. I don't know if you'd put it in those terms, but uh, you know, me giving you that term right now, what what it, what comes to mind when I ask you like what have you learned about good listening when you're in an interaction like this? <sighs> yeah, I think I think there's good like follow through if I'm meeting up with someone regular as well. Mm-hmm. Like I love taking notes, like being like, "All right, what do we talk about?" Um mm. So that like the next time we see each other, we're like, hey, how's this going? And they're like, oh, you remembered that. And just like listening is such a valuable thing because that person feels heard. You know, you're not just listening to respond or yeah, you're not listening to respond. You're like you're listening to listen and understand. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's a difference between hearing and listening. Yeah. Yeah. Which I like your (laughs) ear could be working, but that doesn't mean it's like getting down into your mind and into your heart in a way that you can actually give them something in return. Yeah, right. Ooh. And and sometimes <laughs> I really do need to work on this still though. Just I don't like silence. I really don't. <laughs> and just like I'm like, oh no, something's wrong or something's awkward. Um, again, like again, like my boyfriend. If we're riding in the car silent, I'm like, are we okay? And um, I was like, man, that's kind of a quiet car ride. He's like, wasn't it great? <laughs> I was just like, oh, it's so, oh okay, it's fine. Okay. And like just just like taking in the silence is fine. And, Yeah. So just making sure I do listen and I don't always have to be the one to talk or be the one to keep conversation going. Like maybe conversation doesn't need to happen. Mm. That's another, that's something I'm definitely needing to work on. What's I'm curious, what's your note taking habit look like? Like, do you have a notebook down at the coffee shop while you're sitting with someone or do you take notes after they leave or after you leave and kind of debrief? Typically it's after, but during COVID, especially if it was like a FaceTime or a phone call, I would take notes during it. Right. Um, Wow. Yeah, but I do, I have noticed, even if I took notes with them in that moment, I don't think they would be like, oh, this is weird, or like, oh, you're writing down, like, private things. It's like, this is just for me to remember, or to, like, pray about, or to think on, yeah. or just remember. Wow. Really. Where um, did you, where did you learn that habit? Did someone model that for you, or did you just pick that up one day? Actually, yeah. Um, the campus ministry I go to went during, like, when I was a Bible study leader, they told us, like, taking notes is so valuable, and my mentor that I've had, she takes notes during our one-on-ones mm-hmm. and so good just even like how you said to look up that podcast 
13 minutes to the moon. I just typed it out. I, <laughs> like, yeah. okay, I need to look into that. Yeah, I could, I could hear that while you were going. It's like, man, she is so engaged. <laughs> oh, what I love about that is it just it feels like you care about mm. what oh, what good. people want to yeah. like bring in front of you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like even hearing the the little clickety clack of your keys when I mentioned that, I was like, wow, she's actually going to she's going to do it. She's going to follow through. She's mm. going to look into it uh, based on mm. what something I said and it made me feel valued and like I'm being mm. listened to. You know what's funny? Um I've never thought of it that way and I've had people like take their phone out and like type something while I was talking. Yeah. And in my mind I'm always like why aren't you listening? <laughs> Put your phone down <laughs> oh, and listen yeah. to right. me. And now now I'm at 28. Now I realize that they were probably <laughs> making notes on what I was saying. That's so great. <laughs> yeah, it's good to, it's because working. in my head, I'm like, um, excuse me, I'm talking to you. <laughs> Put well, the phone yeah. down. Hello. Yeah. Right. You're not listening. But yeah. yeah. Okay. That makes a lot there more you go, sense. There Dixie. <laughs> Thanks. Well. We learn something oh. new every day. Okay. Yay! That's why you have this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely it is. <sighs> Thank you. I'm just selfish. I'm like, why aren't you listening to me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like. I feel like I'm learning something today from Haley. Just like, yeah, for real, the way she's teaching me how to listen better when mm-hmm. we do these interviews. Mm. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Anything else that would land under this category, Haley, of passion, or what? Do you, what do you think and talk about a lot? Yeah, I think I said it already, but yeah, just one more is um, definitely God. Just like since I'm a Christian, just I live with. Christian housemates as well. And we get to pray every day together, which has been really special oh, and sure. really oh, intentional. Cool. So definitely, yeah, there's just so much to learn about or like even movies. I'm like, Oh, I could parallel this or, mm. um, or back to relationships, just like being with people. And like, that matters, like, like relationships. Um, I was talking to a dude and he was running late for something and he's like, that's temporary. This is eternal stuff we're talking about. Like we can talk about this. I don't, I can be late to that. It's fine. Nice. And I was just like, whoa. So just thinking about like eternal versus temporary and like important versus urgent. Um, right. Ooh. And just like really soaking it in. So just, yeah, definitely, um, definitely God for sure. How, how would you say that your, your faith and your spirituality has changed from like w- how you were raised in it? Hmm. Whether that may be a, like a transition period or um, if you would call it maturing, like how would you begin to describe that? Mm, Definitely. I think this is pretty classic, but it's so true. It's just when you grow up, you kind of do what your parents do. Like they're trying to model for you, but in the end, like you have to decide what you want to do or what you want to follow, what you want to believe. So I think I really didn't put up much of a fight with my family growing up. Like, I was like, all right, please go to church, go to youth group. Like, this is what we're doing. I'm like, all right, cool. Right. Yeah. People <laughs> um, like us do things like this. So here we yes. go. Yeah. And I definitely don't think I just did it because my parents did it. Like, I, I did want to go. Sure. Um, and I definitely had, like, struggles in there as well. But um, definitely coming into college was huge. Of just like, all right, like, moment of truth kind of deal of, like, what do I want? Oh. And just having, like, I think there's a longing to be with God instead of being with like just doing the things that happen during the week and being like, I really want that one-on-one time with you, Lord. And like, just like having a conversation has been fun, like turning thoughts into prayers or just be like, Hey God, what do you think about that? Mm. Yeah. That it, it doesn't have to be like, all right, I need, need to be in the specific place and time. 
but that it's pretty much all the time, really. So, oh. yeah, it's definitely been a more intimate relationship since yeah. I've been in college. Yeah, because it sounds like the the transition into college is the the real moment where you as an individual get to like take ownership of your faith or of your belief system, not necessarily being uh, indoctrinated isn't the right word, but not <laughs> not necessarily being like handed to you, mm. like through a youth group or through a church. It's like, okay, this is right. actually the time I get to put some skin in the game or like, yeah, let the, let the rubber meet the road now. Right. Yep. Like it's the training wheels are off. <laughs> yes. It's not like, this isn't what my family does now. It's what do I do? Oh yeah. yeah. And I, so. I love what you're describing too, of that, like decentralizing work of it's not necessarily a plate, a specific place in time anymore. It's, it's something that mm. I can mm-hmm. recognize with a, with like a, a peaceful second gaze to it. Kind of like it's, it's all here right now. I can have a conversation yep. with God, with the divine, like in this moment right here. Oh yeah. Yep. So, so fun. So good. I think I gave you this question as a, uh, preview but one of my new favorite questions is is there a specific before and after moment that changed you as a person in your life yeah that was an interesting one i had to come back to that one like i answered all the other questions and i was like i don't know um, on this one so i don't think there was a specific before and after moment it's definitely been like a gradual process Mm -hmm. um but kind of what we just talked about like definitely my faith has grown and then since college, that's been huge. Just like the, all the testing that comes with college and mm-hmm. like learning to be, yeah, make your own choices and mm. like pay for bills and yeah. <laughs> right. um, adult. If, yeah. yeah. And have housemates. Like I, I've, I love my housemates, housemates so much. I, I think I really lucked out. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then giving my life to Jesus to begin with, that was big. And that's always been gradual, gradual. And then a big one recently that's just been gradual again is dating for the first time. <laughs> I was going that to was ask huge. you about this and I yes. didn't want to be like, Hey, tell us about how you didn't date until you were in college. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, you guys. I, I was <sighs> like, is this too weird to bring up or like, no, okay. no. Oh, I love talking about Scott. Scott. Oh, he's one of my favorite people. He's one of my best friends. I would um, hope so. <laughs> yeah. From like day one of dating him, just we were year we were friends for a year and a half, mm-hmm. you know, so I, and we had a similar friend group, so just getting to know him. So it was funny going on like we went on three dates before he asked me to be his girlfriend. Just being like, all right, well, he knows who I am. I don't, these <laughs> dates are gonna be like I was still nervous, you know, of just being like, all right, we're doing this to like potentially date. Yeah, but being like, I have nothing to hide. Um, <laughs> so that was nice, but still. Once we started actually dating, like all the insecurities came out. Yeah. Just, I think I've said Oof. this, not on this podcast, but just being constantly reminded of how being in a relationship doesn't complete you. It exposes you. Yeah. Oof. And, uh, oh, that is radically true. My goodness. <laughs> yeah. <Yep. laughs> yeah. And just like, oh gosh, really learning lately too of, I'm starting to become really comfortable with Scott. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I'm like mean, you know, or I'm like, <laughs> you like i'm like yes. oh that was so gross like why did i do that i wouldn't have done that to you i'm pretty sure i wouldn't really have done that to you if you were just my friend oh yeah and just like the comfortability level you know yeah totally goes up of just you just can be more grumpy or oh man yeah Ugh. but man i i've loved what has come with dating just like it's been during college which was a big milestone and then again just like my faith growing and just like learning a lot about myself 
through dating Scott and he is, we're pretty opposite. Like I've just, <laughs> I've, d- I've kind of related it to like, I'm like this balloon that's like, wee and like, mm. and he's kind of like the paperweight that kind of calms me down a little bit. Uh, he's kind of, <laughs> my Grammy, a, my, yeah. There's yeah. a, there's a grounding my, presence to the head yes, in the clouds. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. My Grammy calls uh, Scott an oak tree. He's just like strong and steady. Oh. Um, that is beautiful. So great. Thank it's you, adorable. Grammy. So great. Yes. I know. I was like, Grammy, I love that. What, um, a, what a gift. Yes. And just like, and I heard on a podcast that someone was talking about their relationship and they were like, he wasn't what I expected, but he was everything I needed. Right. Um, mm. So that's been really cool dating Scott too. Just being like, man, you're really bringing out like how selfish I am. Oh, and like, yeah, so I've never dated before. So I've been independent mm-hmm. and single for 20 years yeah, <laughs> and and just like okay i have a lot to learn um, oh, this is what relationships and, outside of family are like yeah <laughs> yes like this is this is what loving someone slash choosing someone not out of feeling yeah like this is wow so definitely just having moments of like all right i'm gonna choose to love you right now not just like oh it's easy to love you it's natural mm. and just yeah learning um about that as well we've, we've learned we've learned a lot yeah. it's been really good dixie and i we learned leading a, a marriage group with our marriage mentors uh at our church a couple of years ago we learned some language around how growing up in your family that's kind of uh your primary mode of learning what relationship looks like so yeah. it's been described as your mm. university of relationships Mm. And when you go and choose someone, I love that language too, by the way, of like Mm. uh, choosing Scott, choosing to like put some intentionality behind the relationship. When you go and choose someone like that, it's like you've gotten your bachelor's degree from your family, but now you're going for the PhD level of relationship. Because like you're saying, like it exposes so much about like the weird corners of your personality and of your soul and it's like oh my god i didn't know i was that ugly i'm so sorry right and then but oh but and, also oh seeing the ugly parts of other people yeah and being like i still love you yeah i think well and that's and that's the trust aspect of it right like you trust each other yeah like, okay we're both studying a phd program level of yeah how difficult right. this can be oh right oh and there was a seminar i went to last year and he <laughs> They call him the love doctor. Um, <laughs> but his his message was just about like how every human's desire is to be fully known and fully loved through that. Yeah, like to right. be fully known and being so like what you're saying, both of you, um, just being like, wow, you've seen like the grossest parts of me that I didn't even know existed until being in a relationship with you and you still want to be with me. Mm. Yeah. How awesome is that? Yeah. Right. And like uh, so motivating and encouraging to be like, man, I, I want to like bring out the oh Timothy Keller said this. He's like, I've been with five different women and they've all been my wife. And like, there's just like this constant change. That's so like, good. Like we're always changing. Isn't yeah. that hilarious? It's yeah. so good. And he was, he was like saying like, sometimes if marriage is struggling, they're like, I want to go find a better person. And they're like, you're already with that better person. Like you're helping them yeah. bring that best version of themselves out mm. of that person. Um, just like being reminded of that. Yeah. Going through every stage of the relationship too. Like, us, Stephen and I dating was completely different than Stephen and Dixie engaged, and Stephen mm. and Dixie newlyweds were completely different than that. And, right. and like Stephen and Dixie now are just we're completely different people. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I had to learn to love a new Stephen. 
yep. with all the stuff we've been right. through in our marriage and yep. then our previous relationship as engaged and you know dating, dating and, and being friends, friends. And yeah it's gosh it's like we're in the master's program now yeah <laughs> i love that i love that Working thank you for up. sharing that Stephen. that's so funny oh that's so <laughs> like I, bachelor's degree yeah oh. yeah right university of relationships in regards to uh family of origin i guess is the, like the term psychologists use yeah but oh mm. so good here's a question that i know i did not give you time to prep but I'm curious to see what you have. Great. <laughs> What's something that you've changed your mind on recently? Oh, you did give me this one, actually. Oh, did I really? Oh, I'm so you glad did. I did. <laughs> yes, because this one was also interesting. Again, kind of still going on the relationship thing. Scott and I are hoping to get married next May Yay! or June or July, just yes. next summer. Yeah. And <laughs> going back to the like, how you were saying Dixie of like, I just want to know or like, <laughs> yeah. just do it. Freaking tell me. <laughs> um, and, but man, I have learned so much of just like making sure I don't idolize marriage or the, the future, yeah. um, but still allowing myself to be excited about it. Mm. Cause yes. I've really, I really did struggle a year ago dating Scott, just getting way excited about marriage. And I really did like put that first, even just the thought of it, like nothing was really happening, mm. but yeah. it really distracted me from the present. So this year, now that we're actually like, we are being serious about it and wanting to get married and just like allowing myself to really enjoy dating right now. Like I don't want to spend the last season of dating thinking about the future yes. the whole time, but still allowing myself to be excited because I think I've found myself being like, oh, Lord, but whatever happens, like it's going to be okay. And people are like, you know, you don't always have to do that. Yeah. Like you can, you can be like, you can be like. Scott, like, I'm so excited to maybe be your wife. Like, that just sounds so fun. And, like, the adventures with that. Yeah. And, like, the season of engagement and, like, asking bridesmaids to be bridesmaids. Yeah. And, like, all, all that comes with engagement. Like, just knowing that that is going to be a very sweet season that I can be excited for. But also being like, this is also such a sweet season. Yeah. That I'm not going to get back. Mm. Um, and I think that applies to everything. Yes. So just... Um, just being like, you know, it's exciting to think about what's to come, but this is also so good right now. Yeah. You know, I, I actually have been thinking about that a lot. We had a miscarriage in February mm, um, right. and I was thinking about how situations change you as a person. Um, mm. And like, I would never want to go back to before we uh, lost Bonnie. I would never want to experience that. But having... Mm having the clarity of like i was a different person here mm. and then this happened and now i'm experiencing something completely new well, and like the well. clarity of that with relationships like i i wouldn't go back to dixie when i was dating but because i was able to remove situations from those things like i want to be dixie and I want to be the dating Dixie. And then we get engaged and now we are the engaged couple. Mm, like this yeah. is now we're going to experience this thing. And then mm. we get married and it's like, okay, and now we get to experience this thing. And I just love the situations mm. that you get that make a transition from one part, one characteristic of your personality to the next characteristic. And I think that's really, really healthy to have in mind before you get engaged too so i yeah i like seriously right. commend yeah. you for that like be in the moment be who you are right now dating scott and just experience everything you have that you can you know get out of dating 
And then when you get engaged, experience everything yeah. you can get out yeah. of being engaged and growing more in that relationship. It's just like it's like a multi-course like meal. Levels. Yeah. yeah, it's like a multi-course meal. <laughs> so like yeah, a, so everything good. has yes. a different flavor to it. Yeah. And it's it's important to like it's. There's there's a type of person who really enjoys their meal at dinner, and then there's yeah. a kind of person who's talking about what they're going to eat for lunch the next day while they're eating the dinner. Right? It's oh, like, yeah. what are you? What are we doing? <laughs> right. Why well, do we? Yeah. Why can't we just be here? Oh, I mean, I'm always thinking about dessert. I'm like, <laughs> no, let's get to that cake. Let's oh, go. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why, but the mental image you gave me, Dixie, was like how in Mario you have to get the red mushroom oh, to yeah, like yeah. grow. Oh my gosh. You have to grow in size. And you have to be the big Mario before you can pick up like the fireball hat or the flying hat, right? You can't go from small Mario to like fireball throwing Mario. (laughs) Right. Whatever, whatever that analogy means. (laughs) That's so, no, you're like, well, again, just being like, I wouldn't be who I am today if these steps beforehand didn't happen. Exactly. You know? So yeah, Mario, fireball throw Mario. Good, great. That's that's so (laughs) fun. Um, Haley, do you like to follow any particular morning or evening routines on a daily basis? Oh man, I really wish I was more consistent <laughs> with my morning and evening routines, but my ideal routines would be, um, I think I love early mornings. Like I love the quiet that comes with that. Yeah. If other people are asleep or even like the world asleep or even like if it's still dark out and like I get to be up for the sunrise um, mm. before it happens mm. but I love and it's been interesting because I moved out of my parents house this summer so now I'm like all right what are my morning and evening routines now oh yeah yeah it's now like, that like it's my house that ownership moment again like the training wheels are off like let's see what adult Haley is like yes um it's great I, again I love my housemates there's three of us total and we all like I don't know. There's just a really good healthy cycle of things just around the house get done or like Mm. whether it's food or like we all share food. So fun. And like they love cooking and I wish I cooked more, but I don't have the patience for it, which is so sad, but (laughs) hopefully it's better. But I, I love in the evenings winding down, like closing the curtains and before it got cold, like opening the windows and like locking up the house and putting dishes away Mm. and just kind of getting, making it clean so that when I wake up, and go upstairs it's super clean and peaceful yeah and like i don't have to my mind isn't instantly going oh what do i have to do like i can just kind of be you right. know mm. another thing is my alexa echo dot i i tell her like to oh. turn on the ocean sounds oh at night. yeah so then i'm like going to bed with the ocean so <laughs> nice in montana oh it's great gotta bring a little um, flavor of ocean for sure yo yeah and I love, I'm starting to journal it in the evening, which is fun. Oh, um, yeah. Tell me about that. What is, what does a journaling session look like to you? Do you follow a template or Oof. is it like free thought kind of flow onto a page? I'm still learning how to journal, I think. Okay. Cause I'm like, I feel like I, um, journal about the day. Like, I'm like, this was really fun. This was fun. It's, and then I sometimes shift into like, man, this is how I'm feeling instead of this is what I did today. But I feel like I really do enjoy and remember what I did that day, yeah. especially if they're big moments. But sometimes I don't always express the emotion behind what I'm writing down. So right. I'm still figuring that out instead of just saying, yeah, this is what I did. Got to hang out with them. That was fun. Mm. Did this. But being like, this is what I was feeling while I was doing this. Right. Right. Um, but then I feel like I could journal for an hour. And then I'm like, <laughs> oh, no, it's late. Yeah. Once you get into it. 
<laughs> right. So I think that's why I'm like, all right, just keep it short. This is what yeah. I did today. Just write your own personal <laughs> memoirs for yeah. the day. Yes. Like here's yes. a novel. Uh, there's definitely uh, something yes. to be said for both versions. Like yeah. there's a there's a free yeah. flow like processing version, and then like for me, I I fill a page every day, morning and evening. I do half half oh, a page so to fun. fill it up, and like I've figured out what kind of specific prompts I want to give myself uh to to write mm. about. So I give myself a couple lines to write about, like what I'm grateful for, or a couple lines to say, oh, that's like cool. l- like I have a lot of like real estate on the page for here's summarizing the facts of the day and just kind of like taking notes on my emotional state throughout the day. And then there's a a line after that though, that's like, okay, so given what happened today, like what's the next right thing to do tomorrow? Like kind of looking a little bit in the future saying like, what do I need to be thinking about Hmm. when I wake up in the morning? Um, Hmm. gosh, uh, you mentioned in the morning, you like a good mint tea with honey. Yes. Is that is that a pretty much like every morning kind of thing for you? <sighs> no. And I think that's the frugal side in me of like, oh. <laughs> I want this tea to last. So I, oh, right? yeah. I don't. And then so, so sometimes it's coffee. Sometimes it's chocolate milk. Sometimes it's tea. Sometimes it's just a good glass of water. The classics. So, yes. Yes. <laughs> so just kind of hitting all of them depends on the day, you know. Oh. Sometimes uh, it's just brushing my teeth and nothing. Nice. After that. Nice. Right. While I read, um, that's another part of the morning, I guess, is Debo's. Mm, yeah. Having time with God and my housemates. Again, we do morning prayer. So sweet. Just kind of like a send off before the day starts. Wow. That's that is, awesome. That's excellent. I love that. Yeah. I love that public practice too. It's not all mm. your quiet time. Like you're actually collecting right. yourself with the people that you do life with. And it's like, hey, yeah. we're going to put some time aside to actually do this together. That's yeah. really special. And- yeah, and back to that relation part, relationship part. Just like I get to know them on a on a deeper level. Oh yeah, I'm just like, hey, how's it going? I'm good. Absolutely. Like, Here's how I'm actually doing. Gosh, that's yeah. so good. Oh, wow, uh, Haley, we've been so many places, yeah. and I've learned so much about you in the last hour and a half. It's been fantastic. <laughs> it's been an I've, hour and a half. I've loved it so much. <laughs> it has been so fun. You guys are so great. It's just like cool that like I get to catch up with you guys a little mm-hmm. bit. Thank you so much for joining us on our podcast. This has been spectacular. Love it. To wind down here, we're curious to ask you uh, some closing questions, starting with what are you currently reading? Mm, Yes. I, well, unfortunately, I'm currently not reading much because I've been doing other things, but I recently finished Screwtape Letters. Oh, yeah. That's that's so good by C.S. Lewis. Lewis. Holy cow. There's also another one. I need to read it for, um, I'm on worship at my campus ministry and I need to finish reading it, but it's called the celebration of discipline. Oh Um, yeah. That's a really good one. I can't remember who it's by. And I want to read next, um, get out of your head by Jenny Allen Mm. and educated by, I think Tara Westover. Super interesting. So I think those are the next two. And then after that, I have on the list is The Chronicles of Narnia. I've yes. never read them before. What? Wow. I know. No okay. way. Okay. I know. I know. I'm missing out. Man. I have, the, I have the books. I just need to sit down and do it. And read then it. They're a easy. couple books. I know. They seem small and like mm-hmm. exciting. And then a couple books by John Mark Comer mm. as well. He's uh, pretty read. But yeah, so I got books that I want to read. Right. And I'm in the in-between at you're the between, moment. Yeah. <laughs> I know that feeling for sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's what you're currently reading. What are you, what are you currently 
listening to? Let's start with music. What do you play when you bring up Spotify? <laughs> Dude, I'm seriously all over the board. I listen to like Frank Sinatra. I've also listened to uh, Kanye West, Jesus is King album. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or Jack Johnson. Or wow. um, I've re- recently listened to the Lumineers. I oh, haven't yeah. listened to them very much. Yeah. So I've, I'm just kind of like, all right, what are you guys all about? Okay. And movie soundtracks, of course. Yep. But I'm seriously like, it's different every every time. <laughs> that's, that's very <laughs> cool. What about podcasts? What kind of podcast do you like to listen to? I like, sometimes I like short podcasts. Like if I don't have too much time, but I still want to listen to one. There's, called, there's one called Brain Stuff. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I learned recently that we have eyebrows because to like prevent us from sweat going in our eyes yeah yeah <laughs> let's go <laughs> um i listened to one for a little bit called dictators mm. that was really fascinating oh, okay just like a history podcast but one i've been really getting into right now is uh becoming something oh, okay and it's just for young adults and just kind of like the like topics that are good to talk about like handling conflict right or are you a people pleaser or those kind of things mm. and their thoughts on it and they're they're hilarious it's a trio of them and they're quite funny yeah but also can be serious so that's what you're listening to what about what you're watching right now and that this is like tv shows you're in the middle of or like streaming shows or Mm. movies that you've recently seen or movies that you like coming back to Mm. so again love christopher nolan movies Mm -hmm. those are so good Mm. we don't have a tv in my house though my family (laughs) is our movie lovers yeah like so hardcore and so it's been interesting not having a TV here, which I know I could do on my laptop, but sometimes I like doing pictures while I like watch a movie or, right. you yeah, know, yeah. Um, it's just not the same. But I recently got back into watching Sherlock. Yes. The BBC so series. Good. Yes. Good one. Wow. Good one. Benedict Cumberbatch, Martin Freeman are so yeah. great. Brilliant. Um, Bendy Snatch Cumberbun. Excuse you. <laughs> excuse you. <laughs> 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 so great. Oh my gosh. Um wow. I'm I'm not much of a TV show person. So okay. Sherlock is as good as it gets and that's more of like a TV movie yeah, series anyway. A, yeah. Spencer and I like watching movies. We're trying to watch movies we haven't seen before. We just watched um Baby Driver. Oh yeah. Recently. There you go. Um super cool original movie. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah. Well. <laughs> was there anything you wanted to talk about or or anything that I didn't ask about? I think just I did want to add one more, well, two more things, very short, but maybe a good question is like, what hobbies are you into? Or like new hobbies? Oh, yeah. Because um, one is rock climbing. Oh. Um, that's been super fun. Sweet. Um, Scott, and I, Scott and I are trying to find more activities that we can do together. And then we also want to get into cross-country skiing once the winter comes around. Excellent. But yeah, so those are just fun. And then I'm a dog person. That's pretty much all I got. Haley, thank you so much for being on our show. This has been so fun. For real. We've loved it. Me too. You guys are so great. Uh, We want to give you the last word here. Would you read our favorite quote to finish the podcast out? Yeah. All right, folks. Remember this. The only normal people you know are the ones you don't know very well. (laughs) 